yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, of course, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Everything good? Well, I hope everything's good. We're in the holiday. Today's the holiday. Everybody's feeling good. I'm glad of that. All right, and we're getting ready to get into episode 26. Now, I just want to let the listeners know that last night, we were supposed to do episode 26, but there was just too many fireworks popping off last night. I guess everybody was anxious and ready to get started with the holiday. And so we canceled it to this morning so that everybody can just, you know, hear the episode in the, in the right way, you know. But there was a lot of fireworks going on around the studio. And so we had to cancel it until today. But we back, baby. We back, baby. Episode 26, and the name of episode 26 is New Era. The name of episode 26, people, is New Era. But before we get into the episode, guess what we got to do? What we always got to do? Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. All right. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. And it's a holiday. Let's go. Well, all right. Getting ready to start episode 26, New Era. The first topic at hand is Will D'Angelo Russell start for the Warriors? Well, I believe he'll start this season. I mean, you know, Kevin Durant is now on the Brooklyn Nets, of course. And uh, Clay Thompson will be out for, I, I believe, this, the whole season. But they're saying um, Clay Thompson will be back March, early April, right before the playoffs. I don't know how much Clay Thompson will be able to give to the team, all right, even if he comes back late March, early April for the playoffs. And so with that being said, oh, yeah, there's a lot of room and there's a lot of minutes for D'Angelo Russell this season. Beyond this season, I don't know if he'll start, but I'll tell you what, he's going to get a lot, a lot of playing time on that Warrior team because without Kevin Durant, their, their structure has somewhat changed. Their structure has somewhat changed, and I tell you what, they'll become more of a running team, a much more uh, uh, up-and-down team, a faster-paced team, and they'll still be very, very dangerous, people. They'll still be very, very dangerous. They were dangerous before KD, KD put on a Warrior uniform, and they will continue to be dangerous in the upcoming seasons. And like Coach Luke said before in another podcast, they're always with the Slash Brothers, excuse me, they'll always be sniffing around that playoffs and they'll always be sniffing around that championship trophy. I tell you, they're, they're a team that's always transcending up and they'll always be sniffing around that uh, championship trophy. So to answer the question, yes, D'Angelo Russell will start this year, all right, and, he will, and even in the years to come, he will get a lot of hefty minutes. He's an excellent talent, an excellent talent. I just think D'Angelo Russell got to keep the hiccups away, you know, the off-the-court situations, all right? Because here's the thing about the Golden State Warriors. Now that he's putting the Golden State uniform on, they are, if he thought the Brooklyn Nets were very strict about image, man, Golden State has got to be the strictest team in the NBA concerning image. So he's got to keep the hiccups away. And he's got to do that. He's got to erase those small hiccups. And when Coach Luke is talking about hiccups, situations that go on off the court. Now, they're not big situations that D'Angelo Russell has, but they're situations nonetheless. And I'll tell you what, he's got to keep those to a minimum to stay in a Warrior uniform because, like Coach Luke said, the Golden State Warriors are very strong on image. They're very strong on image. And so you really got to keep that away from your situation and just play ball when you're in the Golden State Warriors uniform. So, yes, D'Angelo Russell will start this upcoming season. And maybe if he doesn't start when Clay Thompson gets back going, he will get at least 25, 20 to 25 minutes 
a game. And so that's a good situation uh, for D'Angelo Russell. And he's in a story franchise right now. A lot of people say they're on uh, A1, excuse me, an A1 organization. And that's probably what D'Angelo Russell needs right now in his career. A team that's an A1 organization that backs its players and, and, and keeps them 100% on top of everything. And so that would be great for D'Angelo Russell. And yes, he will start this upcoming season. And so, yes, I believe D'Angelo Russell will definitely start for the Golden State Warriors this upcoming season. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Right now, we got a lot of great coaches on deck ready to get out there and help you progress your game step by step because basketball season, before you know it, the summer's over and basketball season is looking at you right in the face. And so hit that email button, people. Let's go. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, keeping it with the Golden State Warriors, or actually, this gentleman is is a free agent, and he remains a free agent. A lot of people are saying, what happened to Boogie Cousins? All right. Well, nothing's happened to Boogie Cousins. He's still a free agent. Uh, um, in Coach Luke's eyes, I really believe that Boogie Cousins wants to stay with the Golden State Warriors. So he's really not making any waves, and his representation is not making any waves in hopes that the Golden State Warriors will turn back around and put their eyes on him and look at the intel of the season and what he did at the end of the season and say, hey, Boogie Cousins, we're going to award you and give you a contract. The only thing about Boogie Cousins is that he wants to be paid comfortably. He definitely wants to be paid comfortably. He knows he's not going to get the max, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to just sign for the $5.3 million that he got from Golden State last year. You're going to have to up that or probably double that somewhere in the range of a $15 million uh, two-year $30 million contract, which gives him $15 million for the next two seasons while he gets his act together as far as injuries are concerned. But you're going to have to pay Boogie Cousins pretty comfortably. And I think a lot of teams are very nervous of two things with Boogie Cousins, all right? Uh, uh, a lot of teams are citing attitude and team chemistry because, again, in the league right now, you got a, a lot of young guys, man, a lot of young guys. And, and a lot of general managers don't want to be uh, have a veteran that can influence these young guys in a wrong and a negative way. Now, I'm not saying Boogie Cousins would do that. I'm just saying that's the trepidation that's going on in a lot of front offices concerning Boogie Cousins. And so, you know, uh, between the two-year contract that he might want and then, of course, citing team chemistry, it's probably going to take a while for Boogie Cousins to get an offer. And I don't think Boogie Cousins is really worried about it. The longer it takes, the more Golden State will turn around and give him an offer. And so I think that's what Boogie Cousins really wants. He wants to stay in the Golden State Warriors uniform. He cited that they're A-class organization. And that's where I think Boogie Cousins really wants to stay. But who knows? Somebody might jump out the woodworks and offer him a nice deal. And it'll be hard for Boogie Cousins to refuse a nice deal coming from any team right now. Because I just mentioned to you guys that Boogie Cousins has had about two years of injuries and, and you know, here and there. And, of course, the Achilles uh, tendon injury was the biggest one. And so, you know, right now, you know, he's still a free agent. You know, a lot of people ask, Coach Luke, what's going on with Boogie Cousins? Wasn't he a free agent this year? Well, yes, and he still is a free agent. And he's free to sign wherever he pleases. But right now, I don't believe there's too many offers for Boogie Cousins. And, of course, the longer it takes, the more chances that Boogie Cousins will stay exactly where he's at in the Bay Area and sign or re-sign with the Golden State Warriors. And I believe that's what Boogie Cousins really wants, okay? Well, 
the Houston Rockets are not discouraged that they didn't get any uh, uh, big free agents in the big free agent tear, all right? They're not discouraged. Of course, Daryl Morey is an excellent, excellent GM, and he's going through the process of sign and trade. He's going also going through the process of uh, players in the G League, their G League affiliation. He's scouting them very well. He's also scouting uh, the Vegas Summer League, uh, the Utah Summer League. I mean, Daryl Moore is an excellent general manager, and he won't stop until he improves that Houston Rocket roster. All right? Now, the Houston Rockets are still a very formidable team. They're a very formidable team. i tell you what. And, of course, with the Golden State Warriors taking a notch down, because anytime you lose a, a player of uh, Kevin Durant's magnitude and a player of Klay Thompson's magnitude, it's a step down. Now, like I said a few minutes ago, even though it's a step down, the Golden State Warriors will continue to sniff around that championship trophy. But again, what happens is, is now you're looking at the Houston Rockets and saying, hey, are they going to transcend up past the Golden State Warriors? Possibly, possibly, but that doesn't stop Daryl Morey from working as hard as he always works. Like I said, he's one of the best general managers in the game, and he will continue to work to make that Houston Rocket team better. And I tell you what, they're on their way up. He's really trying to figure out what signing trades are out there since he didn't nail down one of those big um, free agents. Now, I understand he was in conversations with Jimmy Butler, but the snag with Jimmy Butler was he wanted a five-year max. All right. And actually, the, the Houston Rockets were not prepared financially to give him that fifth year. They were also going to give him four years with the with the option year on the on the last year, which is the fifth year. And he still would have got the max for four years. But for some reason, Jimmy Butler was very, very persistent on that fifth year. And he got that fifth year from the Miami Heat. But the Houston Rockets were not prepared to give him a five-year max. They were only prepared to give Jimmy Butler a four-year max. And that's what happened. I know a lot of people were saying, hey, Coach Luke, I thought Jimmy Butler was going to be with the Houston Rockets. Well, that's what happened with those negotiations with Jimmy Butler and the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets were not prepared to give Jimmy Butler that fifth year on that max deal. And he went elsewhere. And, of course, Pat Riley and those guys over in Miami were very, very willing to give Jimmy Butler the fifth year on that max deal. And so that's the way Jimmy Butler went. But we kind of got off. We're talking about the Houston Rockets right now. They will continue to work hard in that office as long as Daryl Morey is the general manager. And they will continue to try to get better and better as a team. And so you don't have to worry about the Houston Rockets, even though they didn't get a big marquee name in free agency. They're going to keep working to improve. And somewhere, somehow, they're going to get into that championship uh, series. And so I don't know if it's this year, next year, or the year after. But, hey, listen, the beard is not getting any younger. And they're pushing real hard to get him on that floor as far as a championship series. And they'll probably do it in the next year or so. Heck, they might do it next year. We just don't know. But that's what's going on in the Houston Rockets building. And, of course, they will continue to improve their roster. Once again, baby, tap in. You got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, hit that email button. Leave your information. Hit that email button, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Have any of you people been watching the uh, NBA Summer League? Well, we do know the Vegas Summer League starts tomorrow. And boy, Coach Lou can't wait to see that Vegas Summer League because you know my New York Knicks is in the Vegas Summer League. And we'll get our first glimpse of that bad boy, R.J. Barrett, out there starting his pro career. All right. Well, not really starting it, but it, it is in a sense because Summer League, you have the coaching staff, you have the trainers, 
You have the, the media, the New York media will be there. So it's his first glimpse of professional work in the New York area. Even though it'll be in Vegas, they had, I believe they had their first practice, the New York Knicks rookies yesterday. And I tell you, they said, uh, you know, from what Luke, Coach Luke is hearing, RJ is looking wonderful, man. RJ is looking wonderful. But a lot of people were talking about Alonzo Trier. I didn't know he was going to play in the summer league. But Alonzo Trier, they're saying, man, Alonzo Trier is really pulling the trigger out there. And so, hey, the Knicks got a lot, a lot of young players. And they're going to be all right, you know. Now, they didn't get any marquee um, free agents. And that's good, too. All right? It just tells you, all right, baby, let's go from the ground up. And sometimes, like Coach Luke said, the ground up is a harder situation but at the end of the day, when you kick back and you look at all your accomplishments, you could then say, we did it our way. We did it our way, the ground up. And so back to the NBA Summer League, all right, a lot of games have been going on in Utah, all right. Orlando has an NBA Summer League. So a lot of these young guys have been showcasing their ability to, to, the, uh, to the league and to, to everybody that's interested in the NBA. And I tell you what, man, I tell you what's so surprising to me, but it really isn't, all right? Justin Wright Foreman is really playing some ball for those Utah rookies, man. I happen to glance at that, Justin Wright Foreman. Now, of course, Justin Wright Foreman is uh, uh, played at Hofstra University. L.I., you got to pull. He played at Hofstra University, but he's a young guy that's from Queens, New York. So we also got to pull, and he's doing a heck of a job out there, and he might make the team. Now, Justin Wright Foreman was a second-round pick, I think number 55 or 56 of the Utah Jazz, all right? And I actually, Coach Luke was actually surprised that he got drafted. But this kid is a phenomenal talent. He's a phenomenal talent, and he's on display, and he's showing what he's worth. And I tell you, the um, Utah Jazz um uh, superstar Donovan Mitchell made a comment about Justin Wright Foreman. He said, man, this kid is solid. He's solid. And so coming from Donovan Mitchell, I tell you, the Utah Jazz are transcending up. Now, of course, they got Mike Conley already, and they do have a full backcourt. But I tell you, Justin Wright Foreman just might make the roster. Now, I don't know how much playing time he'll get because we're talking about Donovan Mitchell Mike Conley, and a few other guys that they've added to their team. But he just might make the roster. And making the roster in the NBA is a very, very big, big thing. And so kudos to Justin Wright Foreman for doing his thing in the Utah Summer League. And I'm not sure whether the Utah rookies will be in the Vegas Summer League. They usually are, all right? But so we we might see a little bit more of him, all right? Now, the first game tomorrow, not the first game, the marquee game, the main event, will be the Pelican rookies against the New York Knicks rookies. And you know the NBA really know what they're doing, right? Zion against RJ. Best friends, former Duke uh, uh, um, teammates, okay? And they'll be going at it, man. They will be going at it. They definitely will. You know, it's going to be a wonderful thing that those two guys will finally get a chance to go at it in pro in their pro debut in the summer league. And so that's a beautiful thing. And I can't wait to see what Zion's going to do other than playing since he's playing with professionals now. All right. Because you have G league guys that are, are trying to get uh, on the NBA roster and you'll have rookies and you'll have free agents. And so he will definitely be playing against pros tomorrow evening, and I can't wait to see what Zion's going to do, as well as R.J. Barrett. And so it's going to be a beautiful situation, and of course, All Things Basketball Podcast will keep you well abreast of all of the summer league going on, and of course, that's just going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. So tune in tomorrow. The Vegas Summer League starts tomorrow, and it's going to be excellent. Once again, you know what we got to do, people. We got to pay the bills. And when we pay the bills, you got to tap in. 
So tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, here we go. We got the WNBA, and y'all know how Coach Loop love himself some WNBA. Love it, love it, love it. I love the young women that participate and show their worth out there. They're really transcending up. You're getting more and more talent out there in the WNBA, and it's a beautiful thing, I'll tell you what. All right? It's a wonderful thing when you see the WNBA at work. All right? And, of course, Liberty. We're ready. All Things Basketball Podcast is definitely ready. All right? We're ready to do a live show at Madison Square Garden, or we'll travel to Westchester like Coach Luke said before. All right? And we're ready to go. Let's go Liberty. But anyway, let's get into the WNBA recap. We only had a couple of games. We had one game uh, the night before, and then we had we had a game yesterday. And so that's our recap, all right? And so our recap, we had the Atlanta Dream against the Minnesota Lynx. So the Minnesota Lynx, 85. The Atlanta Dream, 68. Man, that was a lopsided game, all right? And the Lynx are starting to play a whole lot better. Even though they don't have my girl Maya Moore out there, they're kind of gelling. And they're playing a whole lot better right now. So that was a little lopsided. Again, the Minnesota Lynx, 85, and the Atlanta Dream, 68, all right? And then last night what we had was our Liberty. Come on, Liberty, let's do it, all right? And they played the defending champion, Seattle Storm, and they won a nail-biter by one point. The Liberty won, people. Wow. I tell you, they won 84 to 83, all right, and the Liberty are starting to play a little bit better. Now they're not really moving in the in the standings too much, all right, because they got a lot of new players, all right? They got a lot of new players and a lot of new coaches. And the coach Luke ain't making no excuses for the Liberty. I'm just saying you gotta gel. And so now that they're gelling, they're starting to win some games, people. You gotta pay attention to the Liberty. They're starting to win some games, I tell you that. You know, and so they won against the defending champion, Seattle Storm, the New York Liberty beat them 84-83. to And that's our WNBA recap for today. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing, that WNBA. I'll tell you that. All right. We've got coming out the Grizzlies building. All right. They're proceeding with caution with one John Moran. Now, John Moran had a little minor surgery on the knee, and they said it was to, to eliminate some some deposits off his kneecap, all right, to make sure he'll be ready for the upcoming season. And of course, the live um, excuse me, the Grizzlies are not going to play around with John Moran's future. They're going to make sure that he'll be a hundred percent when it comes down to training camp September fifteenth. And so we don't know how much you'll see of John Moran as far as the summer league, and you probably might not see. Not anything of John Moran, but his minutes will be down from what we're getting from the Memphis building. His minutes will be down in the summer league. And of course, the summer league is good to keep your skills up. But I tell you what, John Moran's skills is already up, baby. And so here's the thing with the Grizzlies. They don't want to play with John Moran at all. They want to make sure that he's 100%. Now, i tell you what, if he didn't have that minor surgery right before the draft, you would see John Moran's minutes upscaling at least 20 minutes or better in these summer league games. Now, will you see him? Probably you will, all right? Because John Moran is a baller, people. John Moran loves to ball. So I'm pretty sure he's saying, listen, I got to play a little bit. I mean, I understand you guys are really protecting your investment, which I am the investment, but I got to get out there and ball. John Morant is a baller, man. I already told you guys the docu- docu-series that they have on him, that's all he does is work out. 
So I know for a fact that he's telling the um, Grizzly building, listen, I got to get out there a little bit. I definitely have to play somewhat so that I can keep my skills from getting a little bit of rust on them. But tell I tell you what, the Memphis Grizzlies have a phenomenal talent. And I'm telling you this again, too. John Morant will be a superstar. Not a star, a superstar in the NBA, man. John Morant is the real deal. And so what the Memphis Grizzlies are trying to do right now, they're trying to keep him in a position where he can win. They do not want to risk any type of injuries leading up into the regular season, all right? Because what's going on in Memphis, they're in a rebuilding situation. They got a lot of young pieces, all right? A lot of people are talking about the uh, New Orleans Pelicans and how they're building a very young nucleus. Well, quiet is kept, all right? Memphis is doing the same thing. And if you look at what Memphis is doing, they're doing an excellent job of surrounding John Morant with nothing but young, young talent. Nothing but young, young talent. Now, I also understand they uh, they have Kyle Korver, but the, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is they're getting ready to trade Kyle Korver for uh, a few younger pieces in Phoenix, all right? They're getting ready to trade Kyle Korver, but I don't know if they traded him just yet or they might have, but they're still, again, Memphis is really, really building a young, young nucleus around John Morant. And that seems like if you can't get a major, major free agent, uh, what a lot of teams are doing right now, they're getting a very young nucleus. So that young nucleus can stay together and grow together for the next two to three years, all right? Somewhat like uh, New Orleans is doing right now. They don't seem to be getting too many veterans. Of course, they made a great addition with J.J. Reddick. All right. He signed a two year deal with New Orleans. All right. And I think that was a steal on on the part of the New Orleans Pelicans. They got an excellent knockdown shooter. They got an excellent knockdown shooter in J.J. Reddick. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. But we kind of got off because what we're talking about really is the Memphis Grizzlies and how they really want to bring one John Morant. Uh, to the fold very slowly. And I don't blame them. I mean, like I said before, like Coach Luke said before, he's probably the biggest guy in the draft alongside Zion and R.J. Barrett. He's probably the biggest talent in the whole draft. And so, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies are proceeding with caution, and they're going to bring uh, uh, John Moran along as slow as they possibly could, and then when the when the regular season come, they're gonna unleash him on the NBA, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. All right. Once again, tap in, baby. We gotta pay them bills, so we tap in on all things basketball podcast on Facebook. Hit the email button if you need good training. You know what to do. Hit that email button. Leave your information. All right. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. All right. Download, share, like, download. Come on, baby. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. The name of this episode, New Era. Episode 26, New Era. And a lot of people say it's a new era because now, the players are in favor. Well, of course, maybe about 10 years ago, uh, uh, restricted free agents uh, didn't have the opportunity to opt out of the last year of their contract. All right? They didn't have the opportunity to do that. So that's in big favor of the player right now. That's in the big, big favor of the player right now. And a lot of people say, oh, Coach Luke, that messes up the parity in the NBA. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't, people. You're letting players do what they want to do, all right? You're keeping players happy. And again, on any job, if you keep players and, and, and workers and people that work at places happy, you get your best production. And so the production in the NBA hasn't changed. So when people say, oh, Coach Luke, the parity, you know, there's no evenness in the league. Well, I tell you what, if you want something even, then go out there and play ball. If you have three superstars 
on a team, then you have to go out there and beat them. All right? You have to go out there and beat that team. And so, no, I, I'm not really looking at parity per se, but what I am looking at is that the league is still so successful, man. They haven't missed a beat in success. And of course, yes, it's a new era because players are able to make certain moves that they weren't able to make 10 years ago. All right. But does that change the production of the NBA? No, it doesn't. And so, yes, I per se like the new era that we're going in. I love it. All right. The day before free agency, I, I, Coach Luke spoke about it in the podcast. You're going to have a lot of guys that we're not even talking about opting out of their last year. And of course, that's what happened. And it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. And it makes for more excitement. <clears throat> Excuse me. It makes for more excitement in the league. You know, guys, we didn't know we're going to opt out. Opt out. Not only did these guys opt out, they moved from the team that they was with to other teams. It's very interesting. And if you love the game of basketball, you got to love how you see a lot of different players moving jerseys and moving from one team to another. I mean, making everything all that much more interesting. It's nothing but chess, people. If you love the game of chess, then you'll love the way free agency in the NBA moves right now. It's such an exciting time for all of the teams, man. Look at the Indiana Pacers. The Indiana Pacers went to work. They were the surprise of free agency. Of course, everybody's talking about the Brooklyn Nets because they got the big chips, all right? But I tell you, Coach Luke was surprised at what the Indiana Pacers did, man. They loaded up on great talent, man, and young talent, all right? Now, one of the things that happened with the Indiana Pacers is that their point guard, Darren Collison, retired. And I tell you what, that was a surprise because Darren Collison has only played 10 years. And a lot of people wait for that 10th year so they can get that big old contract. But Darren Collison let go of, of the NBA and he probably had more interest on the outside of the NBA because he's a very intelligent young man. And I think what they're saying is he's going to start running his business full time. And like Coach Luke said, he's a very, very intelligent man with a lot of endeavors outside of basketball. Because I tell you what, we can do more than just play basketball. I always say that. You guys know that. And so Darren Collison retired, but we kind of got off because I tell you what, those Indiana Pacers, you're going to have to watch them. You're going to have to watch them. And, of course, their superstar, Victor Oladipo, is progressing very, very well from the ACL. And so he it looks like he'll be back at the beginning of next season or right into training camp. All right? And so you've got a very, very talented core of players over with those Indiana Pacers. All right? Now, they lost a few good players. All right? But I'll tell you what. You better watch those Indiana Pacers because they're coming, baby. They're really coming. And so they did, you know, everybody, again, talked about the Lakers and, and, and Brooklyn and, and, and Utah. But I'll tell you what, the surprise of free agency was the Indiana Pacers. And you better look out for them because they're in the Eastern Conference and they're going to make a dent. You know, I was joking with a friend of mine. I said, man, they just robbed the whole Milwaukee bench. <laughs> they took the whole Milwaukee bench. But the reason why they were able to go to Milwaukee and take a few players and sign them to offer sheets because that bad man Giannis Antetokounmpo is coming up and you know you got to give Giannis the super max, baby. And so this, the Milwaukee is not stupid. They're saving their money because they see Giannis Antetokounmpo coming. The Milwaukee Bucks definitely see Giannis coming, and they definitely going to have to give him that super max, baby. And so that's one of the reasons why guys like Malcolm Brodings, guys like George Hill, you know, these guys that are excellent, excellent ballers wound up, leaving the nest over in Milwaukee because they're not going to be able to afford these type of players when Giannis comes up for his super max deal, man. All right. And so even though Giannis doesn't have 10 years in the league, he's an MVP. All right. And MVP spells money, baby. And so they're going to have to give Giannis a big time max or they're probably just 
forget it all and say, hey, Giannis, you're not going anywhere. We're giving you $225 million and we're going to give you the Supermax before the time comes. That's what I see the Milwaukee Bucks doing. And so that's how the Indiana Pacers were really, really able to, to just strip their whole bench and say, all right, come on next door to Indiana because <laughs> Milwaukee will not have the money to pay you, but we sure do. And so the Indiana Pacers are transcending up now, people. They're really transcending up, and you're going to have to watch them in the upcoming season. You really are. All right. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I will follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. The Celtics are very, very excited at the new addition of Kemba Walker. All right. General Manager Ainge said he had a sit down with their new point guard for two hours. And he came out of that meeting so happy. So happy. Well, you know, they were a little worried at what went on with Kyrie Irving. But Kyrie Irving's a different animal than Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker's a little bit more quiet. He's a lot more precise. And he knows, and, and not to not to talk about Kyrie, they're both excellent pros. Both phenomenal players. Both all-NBA players. But Kemba is a little bit more steady, I would say. And I think going into the Boston building, that after after what, what went on last year with the whole team and the chemistry and Kyrie and all of those things, I think that's what General Manager Ainge was so excited about and so happy about when he had to sit down with Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker really knows what he wants to do. He really knows the direction he's going in, all right? When Kimba Walker commits to you, and I don't know him personally, but he looks like this from a distance from Coach Luke's eyes, when Kimba Walker commits to you, guess what? He's going to commit 100%. And that's all you really want out of your players, you know? Whether they're getting paid uh, $35 million like Kimba Walker or they're not getting paid at all. You just want, as a coach and a general manager, you want that commitment. You really want that commitment from your players, no matter what, you know, because if you get that commitment, guess what's going to happen? Success is going to follow. Success is going to follow, people. You're going to get that commitment, and you're going to get success. If you get five to seven guys that will commit to one cause on the basketball court, and that's not just the basketball court, that's in anything in life, you're going to be successful. You're really, really going to be successful. And so the Boston Celtics are so excited about the situation that's going on with Kimber Walker. The general manager, Age, made the comments, I am so excited about our future now that we've added a real point guard. Now, I'll tell you what. General Manager Ainge, I love him. He's an excellent general manager. And he was quiet the whole time Kyrie Irving was running his mouth about the Boston building, okay? And so, okay, General Manager Ainge, you took a little shot. You took a little shot at that one guy, Kyrie, on that one when you said real point guard. Because both of these young men are, are, are real point guards, all right, we know Kyrie Irving's a real point guard. Does he rub people the wrong way? Of course he does. And so I think General Manager Ainge took the opportunity not only to big up Kimber Walker and say he's so excited about Kimber Walker, but took a little quick little jab to the chin of Kyrie Irving and said, hey, we're happy to have a real point guard in Kimber Walker. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing for Boston. They're very, very excited about Kimber Walker uh, putting on the Boston green and performing in the Boston area. And I can't wait to see what Boston's going to do now that they got Kimber because Boston's also a very young nucleus. I think Kimber 
if I'm not mistaken, now that Al, Al Horford left, Kimber might be, well, uh, uh, um, Gordon Haywood's been around the league for a while too, but I think Kimber's got him by uh, maybe a year or two. And so Kimber might be the longest tenor NBA player in the Boston uniform. And so that's a beautiful, beautiful thing, man. That's a beautiful thing that Kimber Walker will be the biggest vet that's in the building. And so Kimber Walker is definitely the longest tenured veteran that's in the building. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Every team wants stability. Every team wants Every team wants veterans that will rally the troops in time of need, calm players down, especially younger players. And the Celtics have a lot of younger players, and they're transcending up. And so a guy like Kimball Walker at point guard will really guide those troops, settle those troops in tight games, and that's all you really want from your point guard. I mean, Utah's got that now in Mike Conley. You need that veteran leadership, and it's great to have it at the point guard position. I tell you, people, it's great. And so back to Kimber Walker, the Celtics are very, very excited about him being a new addition over there. And, of course, that general manager Age won't just sit on that. He will continue to transcend up and add new pieces. Like I said, General Manager Ainge is an excellent general manager, one of the best in the building, and one of the best in the business, excuse me. And he will continue to add pieces to that Celtic team. He also, like Darren Morey in Houston, he won't rest until the Boston Celtics are back in championship ways. All right? We already know that the Boston Celtics own the most championships in the league, all right? And so he can't rest until they get back and having their championship ways and hoisting that trophy. And so he'll continue to add pieces to the team. And, you know, again, they're very, very excited about Kimball Walker. And uh, like Coach Ainge, I mean, excuse me, like General Manager Ainge said, we're happy to have really a true point guard. <laughs> well, Let's get into that bad, bad man, Kawhi Leonard. Now, Coach Luke in the last podcast was really looking at uh, uh, them having a great, uh, the L.A. Clippers having such a wonderful time. I mean, they opened the doors to Kawhi Leonard, all right? And um, I really started talking a little bit too early, so you got to excuse me. I was talking about the Battle of L.A. Well, right now, Kim. Um, Kawhi Leonard still hasn't made his decision up. Now, we all know Kawhi Leonard is a very, very well thought out young man. He's a very stoic young man. You can't really tell uh, uh, which way Kawhi is going to go. All right. Now, Coach Luke has been hearing from the grapevine a little bit that he might go back to Toronto and sign a two year contract and it'll make him uh, 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 that'll give him 10 years if he goes back there and it'll give him the opportunity then to sign a Supermax with the Toronto Raptors. But there's been a whole lot of stuff going on with Kawhi Leonard. Some people are saying he's going to be a Los Angeles Laker and that he grew up wanting to be a Los Angeles Laker. And then some people are saying he had such an excellent uh, interview with the Los Angeles Clippers and he'll be an L.A. Clipper. And some people are saying what I just told you people, that he will be going back to Toronto for with a two-year contract worth $84 million, making him the highest-paid player in the NBA at $42 million each of those years. So there's so much going on with Kawhi Leonard. And so what we're going to do at All Things Basketball Podcast, we're going to sit back as far as Kawhi Leonard is concerned because no one really knows what Kawhi Leonard is going to do. And Kawhi Leonard has always been this type of guy, people. He's always been well thought out. Well, well, very, very, his movement has always been, um, you know, very well thought out and very stoic. And he's moved step by step at his own pace. And you got to love that about Kawhi Leonard. All right. Because he makes sure that he makes the right decision. And, you know, you can't fault the guy that really wants to make sure he's making the right decision because this is his livelihood. And I'm not saying that the other free agents 
didn't make the right decision, but Kawhi Leonard, everybody expected that Kawhi Leonard would be the last guy making his decision. And we all knew that he would be the last guy making his decision. He's got a big decision on on his shoulders, all right? He just won the NBA championship for crying out loud. And so now a lot of people are feeling, hey, why wouldn't you stay in Toronto? Why wouldn't you do that? Well, we said it a long time ago. Home is going to tug at you. Home is really going to tug at you. Everybody wants to work in their home area. Everybody wants to be in their home area. Everybody wants to be home, be around family, get them home-cooked meals, and perform at a high, high level. And also, your family can see you perform at a high, high level on a consistent basis. So those are the benefits of being at home. And of course, that's going to always tug at you. There's not a professional in any area that doesn't mind being at home and performing on a high, high level. Most people want the opportunity. Now, all athletes don't get the opportunity to perform at home. And so that's something that Kawhi has to really pay attention to when he makes his decision. You've got two teams, the L.A. Clippers and the L.A. Lakers, all right? And he's a Southern Cowboy. And so you really got to really make your decision. Now, if he decided to sign the two-year deal with the Raptors and then become a free agent two years from now, hey, that would be a good situation for Kawhi Leonard too. All of these situations are very good situations for one Kawhi Leonard. And, of course, he's a bad, bad man, and he's in the top two or three players in the league, all right? And so you really, really got to make this decision. You really, really got to. And, of course, Everybody's asking the people close to his representation. And even if the representation knows what he's going to do, they're sure not letting it out. All right. Kawhi said, hey, all the people around me, quiet. I want peace and quiet. I don't want too many rumors going out. So everything is about speculation. Even what Coach Luke is talking about is about speculation because Kawhi Leonard is the type of guy that won't let much out. He'll sit back. Look at the tea leaves. He won't much, won't let much out. And so we're still waiting on that move. And again, like Coach Luke said, there's several, still several free agents out there. All right. But the big one on the block right now, after Durant has made his decision, is one Kawhi Leonard. And he has not made a decision just yet. All right. And so we're still waiting on Kawhi Leonard to make his decision. And he can wait, you know, it, it, he could take another week or so. I don't think he'll take another week or so, but I tell you what, if he did, who would fault him? If Kawhi Leonard took another week to make this decision, this is a big decision, people, all right? This is his livelihood, where he's going to play, whether he's going to take the max, whether he's going to take a two-year contract, whether he's going to take a one-year contract. Man, listen, the, the, the world is Kawhi Leonard's oyster as far as the NBA is concerned. The world is his oyster, and he's able to do what he wants to do. And that's why a lot of guys opt out of these last years of their contracts, so that they, they're able to do what they might want to do, all right? They're able to take their careers in their hands and make a decision, and make the best decision for themselves, all right? To make the best decision. He might change jerseys, or he might go back to Toronto, we never know right now what Kawhi is thinking. Only he knows what he's going to do. And so we'll all just sit and wait and listen and see what Kawhi will do uh, uh, in the next week or so and what his decision will be. Whatever his decision will be, it will be some big news on the uh, NBA front. You better believe because that guy, Kawhi Leonard, is a bad, bad player. And i tell you what. Whatever decision he makes is going to rock the NBA. And so that's what's going on with one Kawhi Leonard as far as his free agency is concerned. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, episode 26. 
All right, new era. I'd like to thank all of the listeners. All of the listeners, we're getting bigger and bigger. I'm looking at it. I'm very excited about where we're going to go with this podcast. I stay excited and I'll continue to stay excited with the people that download, share, like, all of the listeners. I'm very, very appreciative. And of course, the All Things Basketball Podcast crew is appreciative for you guys. Continue to tune in. All right. We're going to do another show tomorrow because I told you the situation at hand. So we'll be back on air at 7 o'clock tomorrow. All right. Good night. God bless.